been going out with him She's been going out with me Said she'd let us know By tonight Which one it would be So I waited by the phone But she never called me up Had to know what was going on So I drove by her house And sure enough Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio with a little sprinkle of 90s country on top of it. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We are broadcasting live in the Mack Hike of Flowood. Let me put that sauce on it. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio this morning. A uh, lovely Wednesday morning here in central Mississippi. Uh, feels like summertime. <laughs> Never fails. Almost died again on the way to work this morning. I, you know, I think I really need to invest into a dash cam again. So I can show you all the shenanigans that take place at 6 in the morning on these roads between Brandon and Flora. Terrible drivers. Terrible. Just mind-boggling, as I like to say. Uh, that little... Sprinkle of 90s country. I heard that coming in this morning. It reminded me of an old story that happened to me when I was young. Everybody remembers their first love, I'm sure. I remember I remember mine. I was 18, 19 years old, somewhere in that neighborhood. I was seeing this girl, and, and kind of, you know, we were young, kind of going back and forth, you know. There was another guy and whatever, and I he he won. She chose him. I was heartbroken, but I remember going over to her house one night, and um, his car was in the driveway, and I was so mad. He had, it was like a Saturn. Remember when Saturns were plastic, and you could like if you dented them, they would it would pop back. I just remember I was like, oh, so mad. I would punch his car, but it would just pop back out, and all I would do is break my hand, and it wouldn't even leave a dent. <laughs> so I rode around the rest of that night, listening to the song, but saying it ain't my Saturn in the yard. Anyway, there's my '90s retro country playback memory of the day. If anybody wants to sponsor that segment, I could do one every day. <laughs> All right, man. So let's see here. Hey, real quick, if you follow me on Facebook, I announced it yesterday. I have decided to put together a, the, however you want to word it, first annual Clay Edwards Show ugly Christmas sweater party slash concert. It's going to be Wednesday, December 21st. Out at Burgers and Blues, going to kind of be at a listener appreciation thing. However, y'all want to build this to get your butts up and come out, it's going to be a good time. I've got—I don't even know how I pulled it off, honestly. I've got Chad Wesley and Jason Turner playing, and they're going to do a like a duo thing, play together. Not only is that two of the most popular musicians in Mississippi, they're two of—I'm telling you—top five at minimum guitar players in the state of Mississippi. Uh, so honored to get those guys to be able to put this together and help me out with this. Uh, shout out to the crew over there at B&B. Or I guess it's Triple B now. I always call it Burgers and Blues, but it's Burgers Blues Barbecue. Shout out to them for letting us use their patio. Uh, I would say we're expecting at least 100 people. There is an event I created on Facebook. I would love to get a loose 
idea of how many people want to come. Anyway, it's going to be Wednesday, the 21st, 6 p.m. until, I know, it's a weeknight. But hey, that's about the time folks start winding down their their working, leading it, uh, except us blue-collar folks. We only get Christmas off. But it's going to be a Wednesday, 6 p.m. You get off work, swing by, whatever you got to do. You don't have to wear an ugly sweater, by the way. There will be a door prize or two or three if, if uh, I can get some folks to cooperate. And uh, maybe we'll pick a winner, first, second, third, something like that, and give away some prizes for the ugliest Christmas sweater or costume altogether. I went to that party at Baby Fred's house the other night, and they were doing full-blown uh, elf costumes and Grinch costumes and all kind of stuff. Maybe Adam will wear the Grinch costume again. I thought he should have won anyway, but anyhow. Um, so mark the calendars. December 21st, 6 p.m., downtown Brandon, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. Should be a great time. Chad Wesley, Jason Turner for the first annual Clay Edwards Show Christmas concert party. I don't know. I couldn't think of anything fancy, you know, names. I just, it is what it is. Looking forward to seeing you all there. Uh, A little bit more house cleaning real quick before we jump into the news of the day. Our good friend of this show, of this station, he's been on this station longer than I have. He just didn't have his own show. Mr. Stephen Utroska is doing his new show starting this Monday. He will be the lead-in to this show. So from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., uh, no more Hugh Hewitt in that time slot. Nothing wrong with Hugh Hewitt. Not hating on them at all. Teach their own. Let me see here. I'm pulling up Stephen's uh, Facebook page as I type here to tell you the exact name. I think it's like Liberty Wake Up Call. If my memory serves me correct. Let's see here. Yep. Liberty Wake Up Call with Stephen Jatroska. It's going to be Monday through Fridays, 6A to 7A, right here on this station. So streaming worldwide and all that stuff. And I do believe Stephen is also looking at the um, potentially podcasting that thing. So if you if you miss it in the mornings, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, very informative dude. Very well informed dude. Educated the whole nine yards. I uh, really enjoy always talking to Stephen and learning about what's going on down at the Capitol from the from the Freedom Caucus side of things, so to say. But uh, always liberty-minded, great dude, and very excited to call him a team member here at WYAB. All right, so you know we celebrate when the hashtag good guys win again. And this morning will be no different. Shout out to the Rankin County I-20 Interdiction Team. Then my boys. Then my boys. I got one of their patches. I'm an unofficial team member. <laughs> All right. This press release here is from Paul Holly out at the Rankin County Sheriff's Department. This has happened last night. If you follow him on uh, on the Save Jackson page, you already know he was. We have a new Fafo champion, the F around and find out champion, grand prize winner for the week. And it's only Wednesday. It was only Tuesday when this happened. On Tuesday, November 6, 2022, a deputy with the Rankin County Sheriff's Office criminal interdiction team. Well, this is actually, did I um, did I uh, do an old, eh, you know, we'll read it. November 6, 2022, a deputy with the Rankin County Sheriff's Office criminal interdiction team identified a newer model Ford Bronco stolen out of Georgia traveling. On I-20, the deputy activated his blue lights and was able to get the vehicle to pull over. 
as the deputy got the car and asked the driver for identification, the suspect drove off, striking the officer as he pulled away. The officer returned to the vehicle, returned to his vehicle, and pursued the suspect until later backing off for public safety as the suspect started driving eastbound in the westbound lanes on tra- uh, of traffic on I-20. Members of the Puckett, <laughs> I love saying Puckett, of the Puckett Police Department soon spotted the vehicle on Highway 13 before continuing, uh, before continuing castbound on Highway 18 into Smith County. Puckett PD, along with the members of the Smith County Sheriff's Office, were able to get the vehicle stopped and take the suspect into custody on Highway 18 near Raleigh. The suspect, identified as Timothy Benton, was transported to the Rankin County Jail, where he is facing multiple charges, including assault of a law enforcement officer, felony fleeing, possession of stolen property. Benton is also facing charges out of Georgia. Uh, for, let's see here, out of Georgia, Rankin County District Attorney Bubba Bramlett will bring Benton before Rankin County Jury, uh, Rankin County Court Judge David Morrow for an initial appearance. Sheriff Brian Bailey would like to thank all the supporting law enforcement agencies that helped bring this individual to justice. This could not have been done without you. I'm guessing there's a typo on this thing because this was breaking news last night. I believe it's, let's say, December 6th, not November, and there may have been an update sent out. Y'all bear with me. Sometimes I get these breaking news things to my email and I, I maybe while while I'm out running errands, I may kind of stop, pull over, screenshot them real quick, throw them out there. I don't always get to proofread all this stuff. So, <clears throat> anyway, good job. Long story short, good job to our local law enforcement agencies, Rankin County Sheriff's Department, the whole nine yards. So, hey, look, man, we got on, on the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Um, unknown texter says, I have an idea for your get together. How about a special award for Thomas as the dummy of the year? I I mean, look, that, that man started, I don't know if y'all were listening to the Kim Wade show yesterday. Kim Wade had a white liberal woman from Tennessee call in. I, I almost want to play the whole of the whole thing, but it eats up a whole segment. But if you'll go download the Kim Wade podcast, as soon as my show gets through, I'm going to edit it up, and I'm going to get it posted out there. Kim Wade had a certifiable nut job calling to his show yesterday. And no sooner than she gets off the phone, the Guns and Gear text line starts blowing up with Thomas, 100% agreeing with everything she said. I sent that screenshot to Kim. I said, boy, you know when Thomas agrees, they're a nut job. Absolute nut jobs. My goodness. But uh, if you're missing, I know I got a, we got a lot of people who listen to this show who are kind of new to talk radio. Whether you guys know me from one form of life or another, whether it was from my club owning days, selling car days, grew up together, whatever. I know we have a lot of people who we were turning on the talk radio here. You're starting your days listening to this in the mornings. Man, I'm just going to tell you, just break the dial off your car. Just go and break it off. Don't mess with your presets, none of that. Nobody else can touch what we're doing here at WYAB. After my show, uh, depending on what day of the week it is, uh, sometimes Jim Thorne follows me. If it's a one-hour show like Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Jim Thorne follows. If it's a two-hour show on Monday and Tuesdays, followed by Mike Madison. Mike's show starts at 
9 o'clock every day. Jim was on those three days from at, in the 8 a.m. hour. And then Mr. Jameson Haygood moved his show to the 11 to 12 o'clock hour. That's awesome. You out there getting ready to grab lunch, you get to listen to Jameson go scorched earth for an hour. <clears throat> then we, the rest of the day is filled with some national stuff. Uh, Charlie Kirk, Dana, and uh, I think Charlie Kirk, Dana, and then the main event of the afternoon, Mr. Kim Wade, Radio Strongman, four to six every day. Uh, the foundation upon which this whole thing is built, Mr. Kim Wade. I tell you what, man, you talk about having good people in your life, people that help you out and never ask for nothing in return. That's what Kim Wade did for me. I mean, I tell you, I, I say it all the time, and I like to remind as we get new listeners around here, wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be no Clay Edwards show. Y'all can either thank him or blame him. But uh, wouldn't be here without Mr. Kim Wade. All right, let's take a break real quick. Sorry, I had to get a drink of water there. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, let's talk about uh, Raphael Warnock and uh, allegedly winning Georgia. What went wrong? Let's talk about dead animals at the zoo. And uh, whatever's on you guys' minds, the phone line is wide open. Open forum here, 601-879-0002. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYA. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what we do here. We break rules when necessary, which is all the time. Every day, every day, we breaking rules around here. It's what we do. Uh, all right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza. And you may be asking yourself, I'm always thinking about food. Even when I'm not hungry, I'm thinking about food. Had a late night craving last night and went to the Kroger's, as y'all call it, and got some Tony's tamales. Oh, man. Hit the spot, hit the spot, hit the spot. Actually, I wasn't even, didn't even know what I was going to get. I just wanted something that I didn't have in my house and ended up with some Tony's tamales. Man, they were good. Went back, just did the bowling bag thing. And uh, Anyway, you're thinking about lunch today. You're like, what are we going to eat? Let me tell you. It's, today is Wednesday, out at the gathering at the town of Livingston. They have their world famous fried pork chop day. That's right, world famous fried pork chop day out at the out at uh, the gathering. So uh, located right out there on the corner of Highway 22 and 463 in Madison County. But you know, there's so much more than just a restaurant out there, man. They've got that whole little town of Livingston. They've got that neat little rustic old school gas station. And it's full service. And some of y'all might be so young that you don't even know what full service gas station means. And I completely understand why I'm not. This is not a knock at you. They pump your gas for you. And they don't charge you anything extra. Hey, it's going to get cold again at some point, And you're really going to appreciate that. I appreciate it more in the summertime myself. If y'all know me, I like it cold. I mean... I shared that meme the other day about keeping it cold in my house. Like, got to flip the fan on, hit it with the old razzle-dazzle and all that. Anyway, I'd, it comes summertime when it's 120 degrees. I'll be out there at the town of Livingston getting my gas so I ain't got to get out of the car. <laughs> anyway, hey, look, man, check them out today. It's fried pork chop day. That's the blue plate special. That is their famous dish 
and it should be what you have for lunch. Let them know you heard it on the Clay Edwards Show. All right, man, let's jump into this real quick. Some sad news out of the city of Jackson. Something other than a Democrat has died. <clears throat> Mayor Chakwe Andrew Lumumba announced the death of Knox, the reticulated giraffe. What is a reticulated giraffe as opposed to a regular giraffe? Anyway, the reticulated giraffe during Tuesday's city council meeting says we are deeply saddened by the passing of a beloved zoo animal, Lumumba said in a statement. Knox brought joy to many, many zoo visitors over the years. Our thoughts are with the dedicated, dedicated zoo staff who commit themselves to taking care of these majestic animals on a daily basis. The giraffe, who died Monday, was 11 months old in 2015 when he came to the Jackson Zoo from the Caldwell Zoo in Tyler, Texas. City officials said a, neuroc- a ne- necropsy? Boy, my, my GED showing this morning. A necropsy report is expected to reveal the cause of death. In 2017, another reticulated giraffe, Casper, was almost 14 when he died after falling ill with the bladder stones. Ugh. Zoo officials said another reticulated giraffe, Diamond, was 28 years old when she died in 2014. She was one of the oldest giraffes living in the U.S. at the time. Diamond's six-day-old baby died in 2008. So apparently we, got a, we have a, a dying giraffe issue out at the zoo. A reticulated giraffe issue. Uh, Casey texts in on the Guns and Gear text line and says, Do you think the water killed the giraffe? That's probably the most likely scenario if I had to if I had to guess. The water killed the giraffe. That's that's what we're gonna go with. Let's see here. Um Thomas text in uh for a message from me to send Kim Wade. We'll uh we'll get to that in a minute. Let's take a phone call here on the Clay Edwards show phone line. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Man, it's been a minute. What's happening this morning? Hey, brother, what's going on? Oh man, I get to work. Hey, I don't know why they just don't close that zoo over there. I mean, they ain't nothing there hardly either way to go look at. Well, I tell you what, I'm so glad you called in on that because that was that was going to be my next thing is let's talk about why the zoo is even still open. It uh, a waste of time, a waste of money. Let's get the let's get those animals out there to uh to Rankin County where it's good and safe out there to God's country. Well, that's like Archie one time. I was talking to him and a couple of them. We went to the Lafleurs, and they, you know, they holler that's that, that all that that's on higher ground. Yeah, it flows on that bottom half down there. Put some alligators and crocodiles down there. Yeah, you know what? Well, the, the only and it's pro- right there in the center. Of everything it would get more. I mean, because you got all the other clubs, what the science museum, the children's, the uh, the point of not, you know what I'm talking about. The agriculture thing over there. Yeah. Now the only problem with that is, and this is just just Clay's opinion here, that is a flood zone over there. Have you ever been over? There? A yeah. lot of that's on hills. Because it, it don't get that yeah, high. It yeah. gets up around on that bottom down there, but it could be fixed. Okay. Yeah. Man, I mean, again, and again, if, the, if you wouldn't have to put a full blown, they could you know do some animals and stuff around down in there. Yeah, and I, you know, that's above my pay grade. I just <laughs> I know it does back up to the river over there eventually. But yeah, yeah, I, mean, I agree. I, Logistically, that makes the most sense. But I, maybe it was me and you that talked last time we had this conversation. Yeah, hell, it right. ain't going to be long for McLean's is just the zoo anyway. Uh, yeah, right, right. I mean, that would be a good spot out there because it's really growing up out there and all. But I mean, that's a flood zone on the backside of that. 
Gulatchee Creek comes through the Ironhorn, and how many times we get bloods over because they can have preparations to move the stuff. They yeah. can fix the stuff up before it takes. I don't know if you ever been over there and, and walked to the science museum, go down there. They got trails and all. I love. Oh yeah. What boys maybe just get out and walk over there. Look, y'all. Thank God there ain't video. The time I went out there, I don't know what I was doing out walking around nature trails. At, at this point in time in my life, I, maybe I was meeting a drug dealer or something over there. But <laughs> I was a, I was out there in those trails wandering around one time. No, I remember what it was. I took my kid to the Natural Science Museum. It's probably something way more rational like that. And man, a snake jumped out, some kind of rattler or something. I, I don't know one snake from another. They're all deadly cobras, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Man, you ain't seen Clay jump up, scream at such a high pitch. I mean, like I was Celine Dion or something out there hitting them high notes, running back the other way, beep, beep, like Roadrunner. Well, when I was coming, my grandparents taught me that all snakes were Satan and all. I took into, you know, went and started learning animals. We don't have a six venomous snakes in Mississippi. We got a lot of good snakes. Got to, you learn your, learn your nature. Leave them alone. You know what 99% of snake bites are caused wrong? Uh, humans bothering snakes? Messing with them, fooling with them. A lot of times they just want to be left alone, get out of the way. And I started, you know, you learned, you know, it was interesting. I started learning, you know, different animals and stuff, how they react, you know, how to deal with it. I'm from the country because I was taught and got scared of being out there. They had a scared death. And I was like, I want to go see it. Like people talking about ghosts at cemetery stuff. Man, I can go sit down in cemeteries looking for them. You know, show me, prove it to me, you know. I ain't scared of nothing out there. Well, ain't nothing out there to be scared of, but yourself. You know, I learned that with dogs. So where I right. grew up, where I grew up at over in South Jackson, kind of right there on the Byron South Jackson line, a fella up the street had some Rottweilers, and mm-hmm. and they would get out every now and then. And that's back when you know before everybody before the pit bull craze and everything was all everybody was all scared of Rottweilers or Dobermans or something like that. And I just remember getting getting dropped off at the school bus about a block away from my house. And uh, walking up, and there were those damn dogs. And I was like, oh, crap. Clay's about to get eaten. I was like, don't let them know you're scared. Don't let them smell the fear. <laughs> and, boy, I just, they, they walked beside me. And, I, boy, you talk about trying to play it cool and not bother them. But I, So I got to the house, obviously, without getting eaten alive. But it, it, that taught me in that moment of, you know, how to, how to act around animals that you think are going to attack. And a lot of them, they come at you like if you just start stomping back like Bert Case did back there. Start running back out and get away. A lot of them turn tail and run. Wait, get on out here. Get on out here. Classic <laughs> Bert Case. Classic. Oh, I can tell you the stories on him. Man, hey, look, I didn't like Bert uh, because of some stuff. I mean, I respected him as a journalist, but he had right. he ran a story about one of my clubs I didn't like. So anytime he would be downtown doing a live, doing a live drop or whatever, I would mm-hmm. stop my car, honk the horn, and scream out some expletives at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was kind of arrogant, though, but I mean, just like that woman yesterday talking about, I, I don't get that prison state because my son's wanting to be a, a law enforcement. And, you know, he's, enlisted, he's in Alaska right now, and he wants to sign on a little bit longer. But he's met, but he was working in a little small town. They was talking, you know, everybody's not a criminal. You know, give everybody a break and a chance. They want to get the, the ones all. And the ones that's doing a lot of crimes, the ones they had upbringing, they think they do whatever they want to do. You know, they ain't had that uh, strap put across that backside. Man, that's what it's it is, the brother. Upbringing of the children. That's what. That's the biggest part of what's going on. I see is the kids are not being there. You know, the parents want to be their friends instead of being parents to them, or either give them a video game, tell them to get out from under them. Because you know, we know a lot of the schools is what a daycare for people don't want to food their kids, don't want to help them with their homework, don't want to get you know get involved with it. 
Hey, brother, I agree. Thank you for the call this morning, man. I hope you, take right, your, man. I hope you have be a good blessed, Christmas man. if I don't talk to you again. You too. You too. Be blessed. All right, you too. All right, let's take one more call before we go to the break here. Hey, you're on there. Good morning, Clay. This is Sylvia. Hey, Miss Sylvia. All I wanted to say is that that female yesterday really, actually, I allowed her to tick me off, and I should not have done that. Oh, it's but okay. I her, thought you had a great phone call. I was listening. Oh, good, because for her to criticize law enforcement, and she lives in Ridgeland to especially criticize Ridgeland PD, she's totally wrong, totally wrong. And I still firmly believe if she doesn't like it here, since this is a so-called prison state, please leave. And that's all I really wanted to say. You have a great day. Have a blessed one, Miss Sylvia. Yeah, I tell you what, just y'all, if you didn't get to hear the Kim Wade call yesterday, go wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to Kim Wade Show, the Kim Wade Show. And I will get it posted before I roll out of here today. I'll, I'm going to load the podcast. And I'm gonna, if, if I got time, I'll clip it out as a standalone. Because I think it was at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So, or maybe it was top of the 4 o'clock hour. Top of the 4 o'clock hour. Either way, I digress. I'll get that loaded up for you guys. Because we have to highlight people like that. Because this lady was dead set that she was 100% right. She kept talking about what a great place Tennessee was and what a great place Tennessee was. They didn't have the crime that Jack, the Mississippi had. I was like, is Memphis no longer in Tennessee? Did y'all take Memphis out of Tennessee? Did, did we annex Memphis? I was texting Kim losing my mind about her acting like Tennessee didn't have problems. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tennessee's in great shape. But let's not forget about Memphis. Uh, shout out to Sean from Memphis. Listens all the time. That's my dog right there. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That's it. That's what we do here, man. All right. This segment is going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key. Family owned, family operated, right here in central Mississippi, going all the way back to the Reagan administration. For you young bucks out there, that is 1980. To 1988. They've been around that long. Yes, sir. Family owned, family operated with a combined experience of nearly 50 years. Keys Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential locksmith needs. Shout out real quick to my buddy Brad Grammer. He is Keys Lock and Key. He almost got a call from me at 10 o'clock last night. I ran down to Kroger's. I know it's Kroger. I ran down to Kroger's. And had walked out and left my house key at the house. I got back. I'm locked out of the house. Thank God I had let my dogs out the back door. And for one rare moment, I, can't, I shouldn't tell you all this. For one rare moment, I had left my back door unlocked like an idiot. And I grabbed it and it opened. I was like, thank you, baby Jesus. It is. I got to be up way too early to have to call a locksmith at 10 o'clock at night. I don't want to speak for Brad, but I feel pretty comfortable that Keith's Lock and Key would have got up and came and got me in my house. And uh, they'll do the same for you. Give them a call. Save their number in your phone today. 601-278-1459. They offer statewide service. They don't do automobiles. So if you lock your keys in your car, you're going to have to call somebody else. But your home, business, safe, they got you covered. Keith's Lock and Key. Known Brad since ninth grade out there at Byram. Uh, good, good people. Great supporters. We appreciate them being a part of the Clay Edwards Show. All right, we got a call here. 
sitting on hold. Let's see who this is this morning. Hey, you're live on the radio. Uh, yeah. So I was listening to the Kim Wade show yesterday, and uh, I don't know why everybody is so upset about what that lady said. I mean, is take it as cons- I mean constructive criticism. I mean, I'm from Mississippi. I didn't really feel upset about what she said. My, the only thing that the only thing that upset me was just acting like Memphis wasn't a part of Tennessee. Like we, well, she didn't. She didn't say Tennessee was and Texas was better than Mississippi. She said they controlled their prison population better or their criminal population better than Mississippi, which is true. Agreed. Yeah, that's all she said. She didn't say, "Oh, it's such a." I mean, well, I, I mean, you can take that with a grain of salt. I mean, if that depends on who you are, if Texas is better than. Mississippi, as far as living, or I mean, it's, it's all about Tennessee perspective. It's, it's all about perspective. Yeah. What do you I enjoy? Mean, what do you want out of life? You know? Yeah, I'm from Mississippi, so I enjoy Mississippi. But I mean, uh, but what she said isn't. I mean, isn't is not true. I mean, I mean, it's not false. Is she said they control their criminal population better? And I don't know why everybody is upset about that. Uh, she she had a few things that I, that, that grinded my gears, but it wasn't necessarily some of the other stuff. I think we all get offended by different things. I don't even know if offended is the word. I just disagreed. You can disagree without being offended per se. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, I just didn't agree and, with everything she said. And, and then to come down here at like, she was miss woefully, uh, over, educated all this, just to tell her she's a damn art teacher and she waits tables. Know, and that like, was, no. That's the thing as well. She didn't say she was an art teacher. She said she, Helped out and taught art to people. I mean, as well as she taught English in India. I mean, I don't think people actually listened to what the lady said. They just got offended for some reason about what this lady said or just disagreed and picked a part of her speech out and got and just ran with it, which is what Kim does all the time. But I mean, I didn't see anything wrong with what the lady said. I don't know, man. Thomas, they need to work on them. Thomas called in and agreed with all of it, and that just tells me that somebody's well, on the wrong side of history. Nah, Thomas is ignorant, but I mean, just because a lady—I mean, just because Thomas agrees with something doesn't <laughs> make it wrong. I mean, he definitely doesn't make sense most of the time, and he goes off on his tangents. But so does Kim, and Kim, Kim is wrong about a lot of stuff. But people agree with him, and it, I mean it is what it is. Hey, brother, I but, appreciate you calling in this morning. Yeah, have a good one, man. All right, All right. you too. All right, good call there, man. You know what I love is we actually get everybody don't agree with everything. Like I know there's people out there that call and they always agree. See, I like phone calls like that where somebody tries to you know makes me stand on my toes a little bit. I'm cool with that, man. It makes all of us better to hear the other side of it sometimes. Still doesn't mean that I'm going to leave the conversation agreeing, but uh, definitely don't mind hearing somebody else's opinion. Let's take another call here. Uh, we rang Thomas's bell, and now we have Thomas on the phone. Yeah, I'm not calling in to fussy nobody, not even to rebuttal to nobody. What that lady said, she brought up the importance of education, and you guys simply missed out on that, how important education is to all Americans, especially the Americans, specifically the Americans, Americans in the state of Mississippi. It seems like 
nobody cares about education here. Everybody put up a fight when you say something about it. It gets very controversial when you speak about education in the state of Mississippi. That's what that lady basically was saying. That Mississippi lacks education. They don't take it serious. They're not contributing any money to it. Nobody cares about education in Mississippi. And it, that's what it seems like. I just not don't your think that's true. Officials. There's a lot of really great school districts in the state, really right here in the Tri-County area. And the one that gets the most money from the state per student, Jackson, is the worst. Uh, you know, I mean, you can we can point it at a million well, different things, okay. but the facts are Jackson gets more money per head than any other district in Mississippi, and they're the worst district, uh, at least okay, of the big okay. ones. Okay. I don't know all the, 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 the everything that goes with that, but education has to be important in all 82 counties. I agree. It is some schools that are still operating the building at the school children go to in 2022 it was constructed in 1957 you have old schools take a drive up and down 55 and look at these schools that these kids are going to in the public now i know that come with its own territory as well but you can obviously tell i don't care who you are when you come to mississippi you tell oh these people in mississippi don't care about education which is a uh, a blow to white and black people of the state of Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Now, hey, any, anything government. I say about education is not about race. Let's make sure we're on the same page there. I, I agree. I mean, it, education has to be important. But what I'm saying is education is very important when when the parents have an active role in their student, in their kids' lives and their schooling. Education is very important. Thomas, you got me on an echo. I'm going to let you go. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're right about that. Okay. All right, uh, brother. Uh-huh. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, good parenting can overcome bad teaching. I firmly believe that. I, I, I absolutely believe it. There's too many case studies out there. There's too large of a sample size. Good parenting will overcome bad teaching if you want it to bad enough. Hey, look, I'm not sitting here on a high horse acting like I was the greatest parent in the world. I got a lot of help, and just getting my kid through uh, graduation was one of the hardest things we ever did. The whole it takes a village to raise a child. I mean, I had the village help. I did, and um, I'm the first to own that. So it, it ain't easy. I get it. I do. But at the end of the day, bad bad teaching can be overcome with good parenting. Let's take Derek's call here before we take a break. Hey, Derek, you got about a minute and a half, bro. Hey, well, the reason why the argument can be made that our education is terrible here is because look at the liberal measuring stick that they're using. You know, this whole one-size-fits-all narrative that they've been pushing with Common Core and, you know, and CRT and things like that. Get back to the basics, reading, writing, and arithmetic, and we won't have this problem. You know, don't do things like they did in Kenya. You create a school for arts and science and then... Somebody gets a bright idea, oh, we should make it available for everybody. No, it doesn't work that way. One size doesn't fit all, and everybody can't get the same level of education as another. Now, with my children, you know, I never tried to, you know, teach them how to think. I provided an environment where, where critical thinking can flourish. 
you know, I told you the story about the time when the museums opened up. The whole thing I was trying to convey to them is that history, history is in the eye of the teller. And to think is not illegal yet, but they're working on it. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Appreciate you, brother. Have a blessed day. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We got another caller on hold. Caller, stay on hold. I'll come back to you to end the show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking right now as uh, as we speak. Hey, speaking of uh, doing good things, <laughs> Mack Hike of Flowood, their big toy drive. Corey McDonald and the team over there put this thing together with Toys for Tots. You can take a new toy. Uh, still in the box, however you want to say it, you can wrap it, whatever. It just needs to be a new toy, not a, re, not, a, not a repurposed toy. I'm sure there's some places that take those two, and those kids are just as excited and just as grateful to get them. But the Toys for Tots needs to be a new toy. Grab one, two, ten, however many. Drop them off right there at the Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram store in Flowood on Lakeland Drive. Let's fill that thing up. Let's get an 18-wheeler full of toys. We've teamed up with them and uh, Dark Horse Press. We want to make this the biggest Toys for Tots drive ever. And uh, we're going to put the explanation point on it, the rubber stamp on it, on Saturday, December 17th. Starting at 9 a.m., we'll be out there live. Uh, myself, Therese Apel, whoever else wants to join. It'll be food trucks, fun for all, and uh, all for a good cause. That's at Mac Hike of Flowood. It's their, uh, I guess it'll be their first annual Toys for Tots toy drive. We're looking forward to being a part of that. Also, if you're out gun shopping today, get out and see my boy out there at Guns and Gear in Gluckstadt. They got it all from Cerakoting to gunsmithing to no-limit ammo sales and, of course, guns. They got it all there at Guns and Gear, located right there on Highway 51 in Gluckstadt. And let's see what else. Shop them online at gunsandgearms.com. Man, you guys melted the text line this morning, the Guns and Gear text line. Let's see here. We got about one minute. I'm going to try to run through them. Uh, some of them are just too long. Roger uh, texts in and says, new school buildings. Let's see. New school buildings come from state funding and taxpayer dollars. As long as Jackson is losing businesses left and right, and many are many that are getting more in tax refunds than paying in. More people are getting tax money than they are paying tax money. Jackson will not get new school buildings like Rankin in Madison County. That's a fact, Jack. That's a fact. Rick says, put pads down, put the iPads down, turn the TV and Wi-Fi off, let them climb a tree and start that fire, controlled. But but let them be kids and don't let the, them see the propaganda online. Don't let that raise them. Man, look, a lot of great text today. The podcast will be available here shortly. Tomorrow i got Anson B. Walker in the studio with me. And Friday I'll have Stephen Yatroska coming in to tell you about his new show. Coming up next, Jim Thorne, followed by Mike Madison. This is the Clay Edwards Show, clayedwardshow.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.